Hi, Hannah. Hi, Sonia. Welcome to Baba Yaga Break Time. I'm so glad to be here. Are you ready to hear about St. Nicholas? Is he jolly? Um, kind of? Is he old? Yes. Okay, then I am ready. Excellent. So this week I want to talk about St. Nicholas because it is the holiday season and he is he has long been associated with Christmas and gift giving. But I think that there are a lot of other, you know, stories and legends about St. Nicholas that people should know about. And also the backstory of how he became known as Santa Claus today and morphed into this kind of character. I would love to hear more about this. So St. Nicholas of Myra was an early Christian bishop in the 4th century, and he would have been of Greek descent, coming from the maritime city of Myra, which is modern-day Turkey. So as a bishop, he obviously had a lot of work to do in his, you know, diocese, but he also has a lot of kind of stories that crop up around him that have to do with him sort of sneakily doing things or like finding out about things in a roundabout sort of way. So in one situation, there is a terrible famine going on and an evil butcher is able to lure three little boys into his house. He kills the three boys and then puts their remains into a barrel with a bunch of salt because he's going to cure them and then sell them off as ham. It's really a shame that this is a audio medium only because I just made such a face. You really did. And it was fantastic. So, you know, this butcher thinks that he's going to get away with this scot-free, but... St. Nicholas shows up to the region and he's there to, you know, make sure that there's food being distributed to the hungry, making sure that the famine is like being alleviated. And the butcher that he meets, you know, starts saying like, no, no, this is definitely just regular pork. I definitely just slaughtered some animals. It's fine. But Nicholas is able to see through his lies. And then he goes over to the barrels makes the sign of the cross, and the children immediately, like, are resurrected. So I guess they become reconstituted into a child, into three children again. Not not one horrible, monstrous <laughs> one child. One child made of three children in a trench coat. <laughs> so all three children are, uh, you know, I guess get put back together and are resurrected. So that's... A story about our necromantic Saint Nick. Saint Necromancer. Sorry. (laughs) I apologize. No, I wish I'd thought of that one. So you have that story that kind of associates him with children, and he is in fact the patron saint of children. And then there's the better known story of how he became associated with gift giving. So... St. Nicholas heard about a man who had been devout and who had been well off, but had lost all of his money in 
you know, some, there's different ways that the man loses his money and different tellings of this, but it's typically like through no fault of his own, this man falls on hard times. And he has three daughters who are all of age to be married. And this means that at the time he has no dowry for any of them. Given that at this point, there's not really a lot of alternatives to getting married. These three daughters are going to become basically forced into prostitution because they're not going to have any other options. But since Nicholas heard of this, he wants to help them, but he doesn't want to, you know, go around telling everyone that he's helping them. So he doesn't want to go around telling everyone that, you know, he's helping them and that this family needs assistance. So what he does is he goes to the house under the cover of darkness and he takes a little coin purse filled with gold and he throws it through the window into the house. So the family wakes up the next morning, the father sees the coin purse and goes, well, excellent, I have a dowry for my eldest daughter now. And then Nicholas, having heard that the first daughter had her marriage kind of arranged at this point, goes the second night and throws a bag through the window again under the cover of darkness. After this, again, family wakes up, they find the gold coins, arrange the wedding for the second daughter. Finally, after that, those first two nights, the father says, I need to know what's going on. I need to know where this money is coming from. So he stays up and he waits in the room. He leaves the window open so he can watch. And once again, St. Nicholas shows up. He throws a bag of coins to the window, but this time the father's there to catch him. And he falls to his knees, thanks St. Nicholas, but Nicholas orders him not to tell anyone about what he did for the family because he doesn't want, you know, the, he's too humble for that. He's, he's a saint. He he's has to saint. be, you know. He has to be saintly. Exactly. So basically, these are the two kind of stories that come together to make St. Nicholas the patron saint of children and also associate him with generosity, bringing gifts in the night, etc. And he becomes extremely popular throughout um, Europe, particularly through the Middle Ages. He becomes more and more popular and it becomes a, like custom right that on saint nicholas day children get little toys or chocolates chocolate right well chocolate is once they invent chocolate invent chocolate but colonize the americas and bring back chocolate exactly but you know prior to that it's whatever basically you're going to give your kid for christmas you'll put them into their shoes or their stockings or under their bed or wherever you're going to hide little treats for them. So then this is how you get the name. You go from St. Nicholas, who is always depicted in like a bishop's robes. Um, typically he has with him like a large bag of toys. And occasionally he'll be depicted with an animal to help carry all of the stuff that he's bringing with him. So, you know, he might have a horse or a donkey. So then in the Netherlands, he becomes known as Sinterklaas, right? Like Saint Klaus. And then when you have Dutch immigration to the Americas, 
you have English people hearing the name Sinterklaas for the kind of Saint Nicholas who's bringing the gifts, and then that becomes anglicized into Santa Claus. So that's sort of the origin stories of Santa Claus is a, you know, Turkish bishop from the fourth century who is both a necromancer and a very secretly generous man. I was going to say secret matchmaker, but... Yes. Somewhat. Somewhat matchmaker. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Presumably, presumably all these dowry gifts also lined up with, like, nice young men in the church. Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure. I'm sure the bishop was delighted to perform those weddings. So thank you for taking a Baba Yaga break time with Baba Yaga. You can follow us on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Baba Yaga Project, and you can support us on Patreon at The Baba Yaga Project. See you next break time. Bye-bye. This Baba Yaga break time was brought to you by Patreon supporters just like you. Follow us at Baba Yaga Project on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok.